Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york scrubbing in with becca tilly and tanya rad an iHeartRadio and two-time people's choice award-winning podcast hello everybody we're scrubbing in scrub a dub dub we're a day later than usual because we have a very special guest on today yes we have owen hunt himself Kevin McKidd. Kevin McKidd. And we're, you know, we're going to have to decide how, if we like really share our true feelings about Owen. Yeah, it's going to have to be a game day. Well, it is game, day. game time. Game time decision because, uh, I don't know, we're going to have to feel out his temperature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if, if, if we're not getting good energy, we're just going to have to keep it very PC. We love the show. Avoid the truth. But if we feel like he's here to play along with our... We're in our scrubs. So, like, we're definitely in fan mode. Yeah. Then we can... We'll feel comfortable totally. expressing our true feelings. Um, what'd you do this week? Well, actually, uh, I played nurse a lot this week because Red Star got into a little bit of an accident. Actually, a pretty bad accident. And, like, ended up breaking a bunch of ribs, puncturing his lung. And so I've been in like full nurse Tanya mode. And like, uh, honestly, I feel like this is kind of where I thrive in life. 
Like I made him like a little bedside table and I put little flowers in it for him. And I'm like, <laughs> I literally, I texted Tanya when she told me that Red Star got in an accident and I was like, there's no one better to be dating when you're in an accident than Tanya Rad. <laughs> he got really emotional a, a couple. Cause I mean, he's going to be just fine. Honestly, there was like a 24 hour period where I was so terrified and, and just, it was like really scary cause I didn't really know what was going on. But um, he's going to be just fine. It's gonna, just going to be a quick and slow recovery. But seeing somebody that you love like that, it's like really scary. And I would just like, I cry randomly when I like, you know, see him in so much pain. But he had like a moment where he was just like, you know, I've always known that you're so nurturing and you always want to take care of me. But he's like, I've never needed it until now. And he's like, I can't tell you like mm -hmm. how I, I can't even put into words how much it means to me. And like, then I started crying. I was like, I just. Been a, it's been an emotional week. Well, I actually saw a different side of things last night when you FaceTimed me because you were giggling being like, watch how he has to get out of the bed. Well, because he's improving a lot day by day. And so I'm just saying things are better than they were at the yes. beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've gotten yeah, yeah. past the I mean, it really is like and he even said last night he was like, it could have been so much worse. Like, I'm really lucky. Yeah, and so I God. think those moments of being like, were you getting your head about that stuff is always really scary. So yeah. I'm really glad he's okay. And we're uh, uh, celebrating our two year anniversary coming up. Oh my gosh. I know. And so I actually put in the scrubbing and Facebook group. I got some really cute suggestions from people. Two years. Yeah. That is crazy. What's the date? Like, is it when y'all became official? Like, how do you? Yeah. You know, cause you know, there was that breakup in the middle. Yeah. Trigger event. Yeah. So, and then also, the day we met isn't necessarily the day we became boyfriend, girlfriend. So then we were like, maybe we count from that date, but we're just going to do it from the day that we met. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everyone has like different, what they consider their like annual anniversary, what that day is. Do you guys do anything special on your anniversary? Um, I mean, yeah, we like, well, sometimes we'll take a trip or like do something just like, you know, with the two of us. I wanted to do something like that. We have the same thing that we do every single year, you know, like a tradition that we do. Yeah. Do you know what oh. we're going to do? It's the <laughs> cutest thing. Uh, we're going to take a picture, hold up a picture of ourselves from the year before and oh, take yeah. a selfie with that picture and then keep taking that picture, the same picture every year. Wow. And that's so cute. cute. I've seen that before. It's cute. Yeah. Great idea. Very uh, Tanya. I know. And then we're going to do our top five moments of the year. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's basically like New Year's Eve all over. <laughs> well, that's so that we have like a chronological timeline of things that we were yeah, like, that's we're cool. happy. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. Well, I went to Florida and my brother got married, which is so crazy, crazy because like I literally I feel like on the last podcast we were talking about how my brother used to be on the show and all the girls like would message me and be like, where I'm in, you know, wherever my brother was living at the time, like introduce me or like connect us. And he just never was able to find, you know, the right girl. And then he moved back down to Florida. He's in Pensacola now. And within two weeks of being there, he met his now wife now wife so crazy so crazy so we were down it was like a crazy few days and it was really good to see my family and everything went so well there was like no drama nothing happened and I'm exhausted still yeah well you know I'm exhausted too so we have that we have that in common yeah do you know what's so funny though when Red Star was in the hospital he had nothing to do and so he told me that he was catching up on scrubbing in and I tell him not to listen to the podcast I'm yeah. just like don't listen to anything 
it's not fair this is like girl talk you can't listen to this it's not fair yeah i hope the pain meds and he's not gonna remember any because he was like months back so i don't know what oh. was being said then yeah i was like thinking oh, about, wow. i was thinking about the episode where uh we answered questions and we're drinking wine right right yeah i don't know i was like <laughs> i really hope these pain meds are in full force in full force <laughs> But do you know what's so funny? Actually, the other day, um, so remember I told you, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I went on one FaceTime date when we were broken up. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I said it on the podcast or not. Did I say that on the podcast? I don't think so. But you mentioned it to me the other day. and It's a good story. Okay. So I went on one FaceTime date. And the best thing is like this whole FaceTime date, this guy and I end up talking about, I was talking about Red Star and our breakup. And he was talking about the girl like he had just broken up with and how devastated he was. So it was funny because it was like my only date that I went on on FaceTime and we were both talking about our exes. Okay. So we still follow each other on Instagram and I've been noticing that he's been posting this girl. And so I click her profile and I, I remember at the time before the date, like I looked, you know, definitely scoped him out and I saw this girl in all of his photos and I was like, Oh my gosh, is he back with the girl? And so I messaged him a couple of days ago and I was like, are you back with that girl that we talked about? Mm-hmm. And he said, yes, we're back together. Like, we're both on the same page now. It's so good. Da, da, da. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. Like, and I don't even know this dude, you yeah, know, like yeah. I met him once and, um, and then he responded back to me and he was like, you look like you're so in love. I'm glad things worked out with you guys. Da, da, da. We're like having this like really sweet exchange. And now I'm just like, do I unfollow him or like, what do I, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, I don't, oh, mean, yeah. like, I don't know. We're not friends, but that's I a wish, great story, though. Yeah, it's cute, right? Because I remember you telling me that because you were like, I have his FaceTime date, whatever. And you're and then Trying I was like, how did back it go? Out there. Yeah, I was like, how did it go? Like, was was he your type? And you were like, well, you both talked about uh, <laughs> Red Star and he talked about his ex the whole time. I was like, OK, we have a long way to go before Don gets <laughs> back on the dating horse. <laughs> yeah, it lasted a long time, though. We were definitely on FaceTime for quite some time. Yeah, just recapping all the things you wish you had done different. (laughs) Um, Well, we have Kevin McKidd in the waiting room. Ah! So it's about to be go time. I'm hot. I'm I'm like Game faces. Game (laughs) faces. Yeah, professional. Professional, non-judgmental, welcoming. No pain, no gain. Nope. No pain, no gain. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Get it together. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago. And I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text. And it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. 
With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. All right, you guys, we have scrubbing in royalty. Tanya and I are in our navy blue scrubs. That's right. Because we have Kevin McKidd here scrubbing in today. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, welcome to the OR. Yeah, I'm impressed, guys. Those scrubs look very comfortable, I've got to say. They look similar to our ones, which um, are incredible. Actually, funny enough, they are official Grey's Anatomy scrubs. Yes, they are. Oh, they are? That's why they look so... <laughs> official. Um, like the ones that we yeah. have. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, funny story. We've met you before, and we were actually in Scrub. Baby Blue Scrubs. Baby Blue Scrubs. <laughs> but we were on... They, for some reason... Well, we know why, because we're Grey's Anatomy fans to an extreme, mm-hmm. but... They let us go on the red carpet um, with all the press for Paley Fest a couple of years ago. And so, right. yeah, it was like 2016 or 2017. I think I think I remember meeting you guys. <laughs> I think I remember that. We were the only ones on like the media press line that were in scrubs. Right. So it was slightly <laughs> embarrassing and kind of awesome at the same time. Yeah, I think I remember. It. I'm yeah, pretty I sure we I have do. a selfie with you. You definitely stopped yeah. and got a selfie with us. Which we appreciated. Good. Yeah. yeah, of course. My pleasure. So, I mean, we we really like started this podcast for I started the podcast originally for my love of Grey's Anatomy. Tanya joined in shortly after and had just basically binged the whole series like within 
three months. I, yeah. Like, from like season one. I think at that point it was like season 13. So season <laughs> one to 13 in a matter of three months. It's really all I did. I was antisocial. <laughs> so we're, we've watched you for a long time. And, you know, Owen has really given us an emotional roller coaster of feelings yeah. towards him. I hesitate mm-hmm. to say you because I know me you're too. separate from your character. <laughs> he's given me an emotional roller coaster too. <laughs> totally. I just feel he's very um what I realized this past episode on the season premiere. Mm. He really just he feels an emotion and then he acts on it in the most extreme way. That's how I feel about Owen. Like he really right. just follows what he feels. And I feel like that's gotten him into some not so great situations. Right. Do you relate to that at all? Like, is that part of who you are? Or is that? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, I'm, I suppose it's interesting, you know, like I'm Scottish. So, and I think the Scottish personality, you know, the kind of cliche of what a Scots person is, is pretty passionate and sort of, you know, some people say hot tempered, but I would I would describe it more as what you see is what you get. You know, there's no hidden agendas with a Scottish person. You know somebody who's Scottish if they like you or if they don't like you straight away. And um, you know, and they're you know, and Scottish people. Isn't there a famous book? But you know, it's about Scottish people being like they're the best, they're the most amazing inventors in the world. So you know, they're kind of trailblazing, but also they're definitely you know they'll go with their first instinct on things. And I think Owen is similar to that, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes that gets him in a lot of trouble, you know, because he doesn't think it through sometimes, you know, he just goes <laughs> off his kind of gut and off his visceral reactions without sort of tempering that. Now I have seen an evolution in that in the last few years, you know, he's done a lot of therapy and it's kind of taken those, you know, but he's still got that, that sort of um, fire, in his belly which sometimes serves well for him and sometimes does not you know and sometimes he doesn't listen and sometimes he gets too angry and sometimes he um you know takes a, a very strong position on things um you know and doesn't and, and doesn't really see the other side of things sometimes so he's a very interesting character you know and he's definitely challenging you know but i, I love him because what i love about him is he's not pretending or trying to be perfect you know he's trying to be a better man Mm -hmm. and but you know he's not sort of um trying to put forward this kind of uh very sort of uh curated version of himself into Mm -hmm. the universe if that makes sense he's he's more rough around the edges and raw you know there's a rawness to him as a character that i appreciate so I don't know if that makes sense to you, but that's that's kind of how I feel about Owen is that he's this, um, you know, he's a rough diamond. You know, he's a good, good man, but he he can be abrasive sometimes. Okay. He's more abrasive than I am, I think, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny you bring that up because I'm just going to be totally honest with you here. I was a Christina Yang stan. Like, that was my girl. I loved her. And ever since you cheated on her. Sandra Oh just texted me less than an hour ago, by the way. Sandra Oh? She just texted me less than an hour ago. Lies. She's working with, um, she's working on Killing Eve. And we we text a lot, but she's working with her sound guy 
who also worked with me years ago when I did Anna Karenina and I think called North Square with Helen McCrory, who passed away recently, who's a good, who's a good friend of mine. Um, and they were just talking at lunch and she didn't realize that I knew him and he knew me and she's been working with him on Killing Eve for the last three years. So, so she just takes, she takes me a photo of him to say hi. Wow. Anyway, you were saying Sandra O oh is, <laughs> well, okay. um, you, you stand Sandra O. Oh. Yeah. So she, she was like my girl. And so when you cheated on her, I have literally hated your character. <laughs> Ever since. And I couldn't get, I like, I, I held a grudge all these years. Like, I have held a grudge with your character to the point where, like, if anything good happened to your character, I'd be like, Ugh, Owen. And so... He doesn't deserve it. Doesn't yeah, deserve yeah. it. But what's so funny is we've had all the Grey's, we've had so many Grey's Anatomy actors on the podcast as guests. Mm -hmm. And we ask that, we ask everybody, like, who's your favorite person on set? And everybody says you. Like, you are, like... Yeah. A unanimous everybody loves you and i was always like Ugh, why does everybody love owen it's just so funny because i can't like separate you and your character it's so so funny and like the fact that sandra O has been able to get over it i yeah, feel like she... it's now and you're on the podcast i feel like now i have to i have to get over my grudge you know it's funny because you know it's it's so funny i love hearing this these reactions and it's exactly the reaction that was intended you know so you're you're not doing anything wrong you know and, and <laughs> thank you and, and you know it, it was interesting i remember when we were discussing this cheating storyline all those years ago and i was obviously nervous about it so I was like, well you know nobody's gonna like my character anymore and, da, 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 da. and shonda rhymes said a couple of things and we were sat with sandra and we were like well and me shonda and sandra were sat and we're like yeah i know but we need something to happen like we can't have these couples be happy mm -hmm. or that there's no drama so somebody, one of you has to cheat. So it was kind of like we drew straws on who was going to cheat. And ultimately we decided that because Owen, Owen, if you think about it, he was designed as this character to come in and be kind of a dick. Yeah. You know, he yeah. showed up shouting the odds to Patrick's character and everybody and all this kind of stuff. He came in and stabbed a bunch of pigs. So he upset all the animal rights activist people. You know, he kind of has this, baked into his dna of when shonda came up with the character of owen hunt he has this thing baked into him which is in a weird way he can withstand the character because he was designed to be kind of provocative and upset people mm -hmm. he can kind of withstand whereas we decided i remember in the room we we're like it's probably better if owen be the one who kind of takes one for the team and does the cheating as opposed to christina and the other thing that shonda used to say is like because i was like Oh, I don't know, man. Like everyone's gonna hate my character because you know, because he cheats. And she said, "Listen, Kev, everybody cheats at some point in their life." And I'm like, "I don't know about that." <laughs> yeah. She was like, "Yeah, come on. This is like, this is like, you know, cheating's not right, but it's like it's as old as the Bible. It's as old as you know. It's a thing that most people in their lives have done at some point." And I'm like, "Well, I guess so. Okay." Because I was really nervous about it, but I remember her saying that she was like, "That's why do you think?" TV shows and soap operas all have cheating storylines is because it's part of the human condition. Um, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. Well, she was right about, she was right about the thing, or you were right about when you were suspecting that people were going to hate you because honestly, <laughs> it's taken years. This is a healing, this is a healing moment so for wait, us. What this was, what was your, moment. I love it. What was your take when Teddy cheated? Were you like, ha ha, you're right, Owen. <laughs> Uh, I gotta be honest a little, a little bit. bit yeah 
So there's a double standard there because now it's okay that she cheated know. and Owen didn't. So what's going on with well, that? You guys need to explain that to me. Yeah, it's. I don't know that we really have a great explanation that makes it fair. I think it was more so we felt um, like val like validated for Christina. Yeah, it was like justice for Christina. <laughs> like justice was served. Yeah, yeah. it took a long time, but it it's interesting. We we were just talking about how um, her producer Mark was talking about the um, Ellen Pompeo her new podcast and she had Patrick Dempsey on and they were both like speaking very highly of you. Like we said, I promise you. When you go back, I know you're probably going to go back and listen to all of our episodes after being on the show, but you'll hear that every time we ask someone, we're like, who's the funniest on set? Who do you enjoy the most? And people always say Kevin. Right. That's so nice. I I'm know. Really, I, that really makes me happy to hear because, you know, I love our family at work. It's like my work family at this point. And, you know, it's interesting because there's, you know, table reads and stuff. People are like, Whoa, your character is like such a dick, but like you're not, you're like a nice guy. And I'm like, yeah, but that's that's the point of being an actor. Like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm Scottish and I'm pretending to be American, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, so I see that as a compliment in a strange way. When you started in the beginning, like when you were a new character in Grey's, yeah. did you expect to be around this long? No. No. I mean, you know, I don't think anybody, you know, when we start on the show, I mean, I remember thinking, I might here be here for half a season or whatever. I remember when I first decided or agreed to do it, we'd signed on for like I think it was eight episodes as a guest star. And it was really just to see if I got along with everyone and, and mainly Sandra O oh could work with me and I could work with her. And we became like instant friends straight away, Sandra and I. We still are to this day. And um, and everybody was so great. And then it just turned into this thing i've never honestly i've never had a gig this long in my life as an actor um it's 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 um it's going to be weird when it's all finally over who knows when that will be but I'm, it's like yeah. i'm, I'm kind of scared to go back out into the into the real world it's like i've become kind of you know institutionalized um <laughs> well it's the biggest blessing of my life never thought i'd ever have a gig this long as an actor most actors never get this thing in their career so so lucky is what is the that's the short answer it's probably a testament to obviously it's a testament just how awesome you are they just been wanting to keep you around for so long yeah i mean i don't know what it is i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try and um deconstruct it or analyze it because it's definitely not a lovable character i'll tell you that much (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say i mean now we i mean spoiler alert we have seen you and teddy are married now and is, yeah. is that going to, you know, I, I'm hesitant to get excited about any marriages on Grey's Anatomy because they're very short-lived sometimes. So well, think about it. S- Owen's, this is like Owen's third time around the, you know, around the marriage uh, thing. Hopefully it's his last. I hope, I think <laughs> him and Teddy should be together. Um, you know, and I, I think they will be. Um but yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, marriage is, you know, it's tough. It's tough. And um, you have to create, that's why I keep coming back to it. It's like the writers have to keep creating drama or mm-hmm. people would stop watching. It's that weird dichotomy of, um, of, of you know, actor, you know, like actors prote- feel protected towards their characters and, and can't, you know, people who watch the show want their characters to be happy. But actually, it's more interesting when people are unhappy and are struggling with things. And doing making making bad decisions. 
I do think a lot of the storylines <laughs> do reflect a lot of like relationships and things that happen to people in real life. So they are super relatable. But I do want to talk about this season. So we obviously just saw the season premiere. How many episodes yeah. in this season have you guys shot already? We are in the, we're just about to begin episode six. So we need to talk about Meredith's new love interest because well, that, yes. what, what, what? Who, which one? Scott Speedman. Well, we don't know if it's going to be a love interest, right? Because she basically shot him down because she's seeing someone else. But that's the whole point of it. She shot him down. So we would all be like, come on, come on. Want it more. Wow. You're figuring that out. You're figuring, you, you figured out the, uh, the, um, the equation, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, the yeah. formula. Yeah. Okay. So what can you tell, what can, I know you probably can't tell us much, but like, what can you tell us about Scott, Scott Speedman? Do you like him? Is he around for a while? Or do we like ship this? I directed his first episode here, which was, I think, in season 14. Yeah, season 14. Um, that, that brilliant episode. Remember, it was the mm-hmm. one um, where Sarah Drew's character had the big com- philosophical discussion with the rabbi. And um, and then there was the Scott Speedman scenes. with, uh, And those two are good friends off screen. And I think that really, I know in that episode, it was really like the chemistry between them felt really, really good as a director for that episode. So I'm really happy to see him back. He's a great actor. He's a great guy. Um, you know, he's a great addition. So I think we're going to see more of him. I don't know what that's going to become because, you know, I just don't know. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I do know. Yeah, I, I was going to say, <laughs> we know that you know, because I was just saying, I feel like, you know, we have a lot of uh, some of the Grace cast that's been on. We'll be like, did you know that this was happening? Like when they brought Patrick Dempsey back on the beach and they're like, we no one knew. I feel like you're one of the people who knows when that kind of For stuff sure. is happening. Like yeah. you're in that circle. I mean, I do know things. Yeah, <laughs> I do know things. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I direct a lot of the show. Right. Uh, too. So. So we have what's called the tone meeting, which is a very useful and very important meeting for directors to be told by the showrunner. You sit down and go through the script and they say, listen, the way this character is acting or the way this storyline we're thinking is going to play out is this. So you need to start planting seeds because of blah, blah, blah. You know, so it's a really great meeting in prep. So you do get definitely, I mean, nothing's written in stone on our show and this, this the episodes adapt and change, but certainly you do get more insight when you're the director about where the stories are headed, if that makes sense. Yeah. Wait. Um, so everybody's basically, when we ask them who their favorite person on set is, they say you and they say, uh, Joe, those are yeah. kind of like Camilla. the two. Yeah. Camilla. Camilla. See the two Brits, the two Brits. Yeah. <laughs> who is your favorite person on set? Like, who do you love to have scenes with? Who do you love working with? Who makes you laugh? Um, let me think. Uh, I loved working with Jesse, obviously. Sad that he's gone. I love oh, working where, with yeah, um, I love working with Kim. She's so she what I love about Kim is that she finds it really hard to keep a straight face. Like she cracks up at the drop of a hat. The slightest thing can happen and she will just lose it and not be able to get through a take. Now the crew sometimes get upset because they want to go home early. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> we're like, but I love the fact that Kim, you know, she's such a strong and powerful actress. But she's got this real funny bone, man, that just, when she goes and she get her giggling and laughing, she's gone for a while. She's like laughing. Yeah, we had her on the podcast she a while is, ago and, and she was not what I expect. She's not no. like her character at all. She was like giggling and laughing. And yeah. I was like, what? We had totally. Yeah, she's, she's so full great. of life and like, she's very full of fun. So I love working with Ken. Yeah. 
Did, would you um, throwing it back to many seasons ago, the musical episode, which right. has many split reactions because on the um, podcast episode that Ellen Pompeo did with um, Patrick Dempsey, they were talking about mm. how it wasn't fair because you and Sada Ramirez have like trained vocals and are great singers and they were so <laughs> nervous and embarrassed to sing. And you can totally feel that. I watched the episode kind of recently. She and you hates can- that episode. I love it. <laughs> because right. it is the contrast of like when y'all are singing versus them being forced to sing. It was so funny almost. And it was such an emotional episode. Yeah. Would y'all do that again, but maybe have like only the people who want to see or who can sing? <laughs> I don't think, I, I don't know, but I don't think we'll do another music episode because we're not really in the business of repeating things. Mm-hmm. We should do a dance episode, you know? Oh, that could like, be fun. Yeah, like um, a musical theater. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or what else could it be? Um, what else could it be? I don't know. But yeah, I don't think we're going to do another musical episode. And it was a lot of work, you know, like it was really hard. I don't know how those people on Glee did it week in, week out. Glee. You have to record the songs and figure out the choreography. I mean, we didn't have choreography, but, you know, it adds a lot more work to the show. It was so much fun to do it. But yeah, it was funny watching the people that didn't really, yeah. <laughs> really love singing, try and sing. Yeah. But everybody, everybody gave it the best shot. And that's all we can do in life, you know? Very I true. I enjoyed it. Wait, I want to ask you the um, the season premiere basically starts out by saying like we're in a post pandemic world. Do you know what led to that decision of just kind of last season ending last season and putting kind of COVID aside? As a viewer, I uh, liked it, but I was just curious as to like the thought process to do it for you guys. You know, I think that decision was made when it it's really hard because you have to write these episodes before um, before things happen and. You know, at the end of last season, we very much felt like, oh, my God, the vaccines are here and everybody's going to take the vaccine and COVID's going to be in the rearview mirror. So let's next season go back to, you know, like the after COVID world or not go back, but go forward into like, you know, post um, COVID. And then all, you know, without getting too topical, but, um, you know, all the kind of the issues with Delta variant and people not getting vaccinated has meant that we are still dealing with COVID, which we kind of didn't anticipate, but the ship had already kind of sailed on that decision. You, does that make sense? Uh, so Yeah. So that's why you guys put that thing in the, the beginning of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we're like, wow, we kind of thought things would be kind of you know, wrapped up as, as far as mm-hmm. COVID in the war, in the real world. And because of all these complications, um, it's still here. So, you know, I think that's why we did that, just to go, listen, we're not we're not kind of shirking our responsibility about telling COVID stories, but we did a whole season of COVID and we really, when we started, right, you know, when we started, when the writers started, um, con, you know, constructing the season, we kind of all thought COVID would be over, but it isn't, yeah. sadly. I mean, hopefully it will yeah. be soon, but that's, does that make sense? Like the reason why? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. So I think that was important to put that Chiron up, you know, just to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Are you, do you already know how many episodes you're going to be directing? Cause you've definitely moved on. Like, I feel like you're one of the main, a lot of the episodes we see are the ones that you've directed. And do you see, like, do you know in advance, like as the season's going like, Hey, these are the ones you're going to be a part of, or how does that work? Debbie Allen decides, she basically um, decides on who the directors are going to be. 
she selects them and she usually wants me to direct three or four like last season i did four um mm-hmm. it looks like this year i'll probably do about four and they're usually quite big episodes like episode two or the mid-season finale or the last year i did the finale itself you know the big wedding uh, maggie uh, maggie's wedding which was so much fun to shoot um yeah, and i thought it turned out really beautiful. beautiful yeah yeah um and uh so yeah, so you, so, but they don't tell me exactly which episodes I'm going to be doing. So sometimes I'll do an episode where my character is only in two scenes and that's great. And then other times I'm in every scene and it, that's really tough. You know, yeah. that's, that's like a lot of work because like I have to like direct myself, <laughs> which yeah. is hard because you have to be more objective, you know, and kind of wear two hats. So that, that, I do find that challenging. I enjoy it, but it's definitely challenging. How does that work? Like you act out the scene and then you go back and watch it again and you're like, oh, I hate how he did that. Let me redo it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I will have playback when I'm in scenes. I'll watch it, you know, and I'll also ask my fellow actors who I trust mm-hmm. implicitly. I'll say, was I good in that? Was I good in that? <laughs> and they'll be like, you should do one more. You should do one more. Take <laughs> you know, and um, and the camera men have been on the show for so long and they're so talented. So I'll kind of look at them and ask their opinion. And also we have a writer on set who, mm-hmm. you know, he's always keeping an eye on performance. So I'll ask them, you know, but I definitely do watch myself, you know, but I kind of, I kind of, it's more like a sort of, because um, I find it hard to be objective about my own acting. So I, I kind of ask for help from Debbie and from the writer and just uh-huh. to say, can you put your eyes on this? And did I suck or not? Basically, <laughs> I, do I need to go again or are we good? They're like, maybe one more for backup. Just to be safe. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, are we going to see more sex in the on-call rooms? I think so. Always. Always. There will be many more on-call rooms. Owen's always bringing someone into the the, <laughs> the he, does, he does his fair share. He's a married man now, but maybe him and Kim, maybe him and Teddy, maybe they're going to work <laughs> on baby number two. I don't know. You never know. You know? Um, but... Uh, <laughs> there'll be more there'll be plenty more don't worry okay good. okay we're gonna let you go but i always ask this question when we have someone from the show on here go ahead. if you got to choose your death or your exit from the show which i see you probably just ending it where they show you with a happy family but if something goes awry and they're like kevin you get to choose you're di- you you're going you're dying but you get to choose how you want to go in grace fashion what are you doing? How is it happening? Um, alien abduction. Oh. Alien abduction, not an icicle to the heart. <laughs> no, alien abduction. That'd be we full only circle. did icicle to the heart, but it'd be like oh, full circle. Oh, you think? I, oh, right, oh. right. Okay. Like what brought you into the the series brings you and out, and then they bring in Christina. Like they fly that. her back to, to try to, to do and, yeah. surgery, oh, but she can't save out, you. But she's slightly too late. Yeah. Exactly. And then as she's taken out, she's like she leaves it and she's like. That's because you cheated on me. (laughs) That's for Tanya and Becca. (laughs) (laughs) That's for Tanya and Becca. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Well, that's (laughs) alien abduction or icicle to the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have it figured out. I haven't thought about that. I was like, I haven't thought about that before or anything. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, she like had your answer ready. You should be for a writer you. on our show. You're, I'm, I'm going to get you hired. I'm going to say, ask Krista if you can be a writer on our show. You've got good ideas. Okay. All jokes <laughs> aside, you. I do have some great ideas for the ending of the show. And also, we really, you know, our goal and one of our manifestations is to be just like background actors on the show. Really? Yeah, we'll even be like people like sitting in the in the waiting room. Oh yeah, like, whatever. We don't, wanna, we don't want lines. We yeah. just want to like be an extra. I'm sure that we can make that happen. The only thing is you have to get COVID tests. Quite a few of them. Happy, yeah, happy, happy to do it. Happy nasal to do that. me. I have my yeah. vaccine card. Whatever you need. Yeah. Okay. Us. I'll ask around and see if, if uh, I'll ask <laughs> Debbie and uh, see if she'll let you come on set. I'm just that'd be fun. We got to take a tour before the right. Honestly, maybe like two months before. No, like two weeks before, two weeks the, before pandemic. the pandemic. And so we right. got to take like a and we try and we reenacted scenes on like the on, on set the, on the set on the stairs and <laughs> when the elevator. <laughs> I like you have no idea. I've actually like told my boyfriend the uh, Patrick Dempsey proposal with all the the photos and all the things in the elevator. I was like, this is a good move. No, we had scrubs on, of course, when we went to visit the set because we're losers and everyone (laughs) thought we were background actors. And we were like, do we just pretend here? What do we do? Just be there. Just like blend in, just blend in, blend in, blend in. You go like, who are these (laughs) girls that won't do anything that we're asking them to do? It's us. Uh, well, thank you're both you. naturals. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Honestly, I hope, I hope you both a... like the character of Owen a little bit more now that we've talked. I really think this was a very healing moment for all of us. Yeah, I think right. this okay. was very. This was something that needed to happen because right. the the hatred was real. <laughs> it was real resentment. I would Resent- say resentment. Resentment. Yeah, yeah. hate's a strong word. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't wish your character well. Right. Right. Well, it's, now you know, it's come full I managed, circle. We managed to build some bridges. We managed to build some bridges. We really did. Way. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I honestly really thanks for taking the time. I know you're so busy and I you know. have like plumbing issues, and we really appreciate you being no. here and chatting with us. <laughs> Wish me luck. Wish yeah, me luck, luck with the pipes. Seriously, yeah, thank luck. you so much okay, for bye, taking guys. the time. We really appreciate it. Bye, Kevin. Of course. Take care. That was fun, guys. Thank <laughs> you. Cheer me up. That was a good day. <laughs> thank you. Come bye. on back anytime. Oh. <laughs> That was the most Tanya thing to have. <laughs> Come on, oh. You stopped it before you invited him over to watch Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to wa- invite him to our watch parties. And... With Camilla that never yeah, has come. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. Um, wow. What I had it? no idea he was Scottish. What? Are you Are you serious? I didn't. I had no idea. I mean, it's funny. Everybody on that show, you talk to him in real life, and they grew up in Europe somewhere. Yeah, I knew that about him. I don't know why. I did not know I that. Just, I was surprised. Yeah, I mean, I think I've been such a psycho fan for so long that I know things that feel obvious to me, but, you know, not to everyone. Yeah, wow. But so, what are your thoughts now? I feel much better about... I mean, I feel like I I did the same thing with um, Teddy, with Kim Raver, because I liked Teddy. But like after we had her on the podcast, I was like, I love Teddy. Like, I just loved Kim so much that. Yeah, I almost feel like I went to like Catholic Church and I just confessed to the priest my sins and I feel cleansed. All right. But so Thursday night's going to come along and you're going to turn it on and it's going to be an Owen Hunt scene. Are you going to be more accepting, more delighted to see him? Or is it going to be the same feeling you normally get when Owen walks on screen? I think 
more friendly now. You know, I, that felt like or a like friendly. If we saw him on the street, I'd be like, what up? And he'd be like, <laughs> I've no, seen you him. before, but no, um, no, I don't know. it's hard to say. I'm going to have to just play it by ear. I'm going to have to watch and see. I don't know. I'm hopeful okay. that I will feel that way. I'm hopeful too. Cause I really liked him. Like yeah, I, I liked too. him as a person. So let's see if that translates. It's been a, it's in a deep rooted dislike for many years. So I think it's going to be hard to just change like that. But this was definitely like a step in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. For I, our future I, friendship. Yeah. yeah. It felt good. It felt good. It he felt was, good. he was like very, he actually said at the very beginning, I was like, this isn't the first time that you've seen us in scrubs. And he said, he was like, I actually think I might remember that of seeing y'all on that carpet. Yeah. I don't know if he was lying, but. He pro- I'm sure he did because it was we were stood out like a sore thumb. We were reenacting scenes from Grey's Anatomy with people. Yeah. And people were just doing interviews. That's true. But, but really, really most, I would say the majority of the cast now has been on this show. How are you guys not the extras at this point? Or at least something. I mean, because if anybody really, can get it done, Kevin McKidd can get it done. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, we'll have to see if he can pull through with that. Those promises. Those yeah, we words. gotta tag the sh- out of him on instagram i feel like he's already kind of moved on from this interview but who knows we'll see are you kidding me did you see his giggle at the end this yeah, he made this, his day he was like this this yeah. made me happy or this brought what do you say this brought me happiness or something something turned my day into, <laughs> yeah, 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 to yeah. a bright sunny spot <laughs> yeah something like it was it the best like interview rain, of his life a rainbow and we, after yeah. the storm yeah like i uh, i can't remember the exact words but something, something like along that. those lines yeah, yeah. Wow, I have I feel I have a like a, a a rush right now. Like I feel like I don't do drugs, but this is what I imagine they feel like. Like ah <laughs> getting to confess your hate for Owen, but then like having it like some redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel good. Yeah, imagine Energized. If, imagine if he wasn't like friendly or like a good interview, and then we'd just be like, Oh, oh. I'd start the hashtag kill Owen now. <laughs> <laughs> Kill, hashtag kill Owen 2021. Yeah, I had, I actually, but really now it's going to be that. like, I hashtag I love Owen 2021. Well, speak, I mean, we can go ahead and talk about the ep- the premiere while we're at it because I have some thoughts. Okay. Do we had opposing thoughts. Back? You want to take a break and we then come back? back? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll be right back. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. 
Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cash back event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson, and top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving and you can be one of them. Membership is free and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. Okay, we are back. So uh, the Grey's premiere was last Thursday. I ended up I was in um, I was at my brother's wedding celebration. So I didn't watch it until yesterday. And I felt kind of it felt, you know, it's okay. Say how you feel. No, no, no. I'm just trying to think of what the word is that I would describe. Slow befuddled. I felt it felt a little slow to me for a premiere, but I think what's what really bugged me was the Link and Amelia dynamic because like I cannot figure out where this is leading to because they have this moment where it felt like they were on the same page and then he's like marry me again and she's like no and I'm like where is this going I'm just like either break up I'm so over them too like they might be my new Owen hunt (laughs) 
yeah. I hate them but as a couple. I, don't, but I just I, can't. I like them individually. And I, I think too. I would like Link with uh, Joe, which I think is kind of where that might lead to. Seeds are planted. Yeah, definitely Easter eggs have been born. Yeah, they've been born. <laughs> But I'm also kind of wondering what this season direction is going. If they're thinking this, I think every season that continues from this point, they're thinking this could be the last one. So they're like, they brought Mm. in Meredith's mom and they're bringing back Scott Speedman, who is a love interest. And I almost feel like we're going to get a Meredith triangle. You know, I'm thrilled with the Scott Speedman's back. I've been a fan of his since Felicity. So I'm very happy to see him back on my TV. He has uh, some, there is some... They have cute banter. They have like flirty, Mm -hmm. cute, flirty chemistry banter. There's some Patrick Dempsey energy in him. Sure. Yeah, visually too. Like there's something about him that kind of reminds me of that. So, but all in all, the premiere episode, what would you rank it? Out of 10 being, 10 being like the bomb episode. Oh, oh. I would say like a five. Oh. Which it could be worse. If 10 is the bomb in the body episode, I would give it a five. Okay. Well, I I uh, I agree it was kind of slow, but I feel like they're really kind of setting the horizon for a great season. Like, I feel like it's going to be um, the chief getting back in with the you, whatever the not interns, but getting them up to speed. The what did she say? Residents. Oh, yeah, the residents. Yeah. Getting the residents back up to speed. So the chief's going to be like doing all that. And we're going to focus on them a little bit more, which I feel like could be some good on call room sex. Um, I feel like Meredith and Scott Speedman's character, this is going to be very interesting and kind of like cat and mouse, yes and no. Will she, won't she? I think that's going to be fun to be teased. Um, I also think Miranda, is Miranda Bailey still with. Um, yeah, Ben. Ben. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was confused. I was like, uh, is he hitting on her or what's happening here? The other doctor? No, he was yeah. their kid. The play date. Yeah. Right, right, right. But initially it was kind of weird. I was like, this is weird. Don't know if I like this, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to like it. I think I'm going to like it. Amelia and Link, I need them to break up. Yeah, I, like I need the him new- to get with Joe. I need Joe oh. to brush her hair. Oh, <laughs> I hated that whole thing. I did too. And then I guess I'm going to be into this Teddy and Owen marriage. But I like the new doctor too. The new Lynn, Dr. Yeah, Lynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really liked her. So I'm excited to see if, if what her story, Oh my gosh. What if she gets with the doctor that Meredith has been I know. with? What's his and name? Cart, cart, Cormac. But I don't remember what his, his doctor name is. Dr. Cormac. No, that's his not. His first name is Cormac. Yeah. What if she gets with him and then Meredith gets a Scott speed? I don't know. I agree. I think they planted seeds, but sometimes those episodes where they're planting the seeds are not as entertaining as once it gets going, but they have to have those episodes, you know? Yeah. And he, uh, Kevin McKidd actually said that the big episodes, he listed the second episode. So I guess every season, it that's like one of the bigger episodes because... It's like getting you set the scene for in season episode one and then season two is like where it gets going. Yeah, episode two. That's what I meant. Yeah. So I'm hopeful. I'm very hopeful. Dr. Hayes, by the way. But yeah, that makes sense because everyone's going to tune in for the premiere no matter what. Mm-hmm. So you make that season, that second episode of Powerhouse, then, then you're on your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel hopeful. I feel good. All right. Great. I feel re-energized. I, I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I might even start wearing my scrubs again on Thursdays. Like, pfft. Maybe we should start wearing our scrubs again on Mondays. I'm into it. I was so on board. I was like, 
we have Kevin McKidd on. We are wearing our scrubs today. It's like a uniform. Yeah. It's like a school uniform. You can't have Grey's Anatomy royalty on and not dress the part. We've never, like, if we've we only done that our... for, like, a few people. Yeah, the big ones. Could you imagine if we were just in our streetwear? <laughs> no, and not he, appropriate. Yeah, and he pops in. He's he like, did, who are these hooligans? It, he did immediately recognize that we had scrubs on. Yeah, even he said, those look one. familiar. And we're like, huh, they're Grey's Anatomy scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> Funny you noticed that. Well, I quite enjoyed today and felt I also feel like a little bit on high. Like I have a little pep in my step. Me too. Where do we do with this pep in our step? I film a TikTok. Oh. <laughs> what a downer. <laughs> film a TikTok. It's fun. I have a good one for us. Don't I have to take you home? You do have to take me home. And on that note, we do need to go because you got to take <laughs> I me home. Yeah, I was like, and I have another show to track. But yeah. uh, we love you. We feel thrilled. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Kevin McKidd. Let us know how you feel about Owen because I do. It's so funny. I posted the teaser. I was like, we have a really big guess on in Scrubbing In. Can you guys guess? And everybody guessed Owen Hunt. And they were like posting like the hashtag. Um, what was the hashtag? Hold on. But I feel like. You know, I like that he knows that Owen. his character. You hate <laughs> Owen. I feel like he knows his character had has that reaction from people because that is who the character is. So it made me feel a little bit like um, validated that he even knows that Owen can be off putting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I hope y'all. All, I mean, I feel differently about it. We'll see how I feel Thursday night. Me too. We'll see. Jury's out. <laughs> yeah. Before we go, Easton is not with us because he's flying back from Austin, Texas. He was there with uh, Mr. Seacrest for Idol auditions. But uh, so he was there and his hotel was really far away from like Austin, Austin. So he put out a call on Instagram for a ride to Whataburger. And so he wanted us to shout out Amy Nelson and Kelsey Heitzman Sisler that came to his rescue. They are modern women. They wore their modern women merch. Their friendship blossomed after they discovered they were both scrubbers. And they showed Easton true Texas hospitality and took him to Whataburger and they ate a bunch of food and they capped it off with a Hillary Duff sing-along on the way back to the hotel. <laughs> so that cool. is the best. We Easton love you guys. was not impressed with Whataburger, but he was very impressed with A.B. and Kelsey. Oh, I'm going to have to have some words with him about that. It's not a great he burger. Said was, he said I, it was just okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'm shocked. Um, we love you guys for doing that. That is like, that is scrub sisterhood right there. We love to see it, love to hear it. And thank you guys for taking care of our Easton. Yes. Shout out to the girls, really the cute. modern women. Um, all right. Have a great week. We'll be here next week. With another special guest. That's right. We'll <laughs> be back next week with another special guest. We love you. Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year 
Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.